nature is a place where we can find adventure, make discoveries, and get back to our roots. I'm Lisa B., artist and storyteller here at EcoSight, and I love dreaming up original stories like this one to share with you. I'm psyched you're coming along with me on this adventure. It's time for a story. This is Jojo and the Weeds. In the middle of a sleepy neighborhood stood a light gray house with a wide covered porch and a red front door. Inside the house lived a six-year-old girl named Jojo and her tiny dog named Zoom. Jojo's parents lived with them, too. Jojo had long strawberry-red pigtails, faint freckles on her forehead, and a nose that barely peeked out from between her pale, cherub-like cheeks. Zoom had almost the same color hair as Jojo and followed Jojo everywhere she went. There was much love to go around in the small house on Sunny Lane. Jojo and her family liked to spend time outside. On weekends, Jojo's mother dug in her flower beds and trimmed the beautiful bushes along the fence, and her father fixed porch beams and mowed the lawn, and Jojo and Zoom covered themselves in dirt however they could manage. The family enjoyed being outside, shine or rain. When it rained, they went for walks through the neighborhood with their umbrellas and galoshes. Even Zoom had a little purple raincoat. They watched as big dogs shook water and mud all over their humans. How that made them giggle and bark. They searched for tiny pink tree blossoms that had been captured by raindrops, as if they were searching for four-leaf clovers. And Jojo saved all the drowning worms on the street that she could fit in her raincoat pockets. After the rain, she would free them in their gardens. When Jojo could not fit all the drowning worms in her pockets, the whites around her hazel eyes would grow pink with tears, and she would slump onto the wet pavement of the street. Her father would collect her in his arms, prop her up onto his shoulders, and the family would walk back toward home, Jojo with pockets full of worms. Jojo felt all her feelings deeply. When she was happy, her wildly infectious laughter could be heard from houses away and was known to start chains of laughing from yard to yard. When she was scared, she shivered and took shelter in the comforting arms of her parents. And when she was sad, her eyes would overflow down over her cherub cheeks, and there was nothing she could do to stop them. Jojo also felt mad sometimes. She would watch her mother pull beautiful plants called weeds from the ground and toss them into a heap to shrivel. This upset Jojo, for the weeds were alive and she loved that about them. One evening, Jojo complained to her mother about her cruel treatment of the weeds. Mama, please don't kill the weeds. They're green and growing, and some of them have pretty white flowers. My sweet Jojo, I told you that the weeds leave no room for my flowers to grow. The weeds must go. Now close your eyes and go to sleep, and you can look at the beautiful flowers growing in the garden tomorrow. 
Jojo's feelings turned from anger to despair and then sadness, and her salty tears flowed down her cheeks and soaked into her rainbow pillowcase. The next morning, Jojo woke with an idea about how to save the unwanted weeds. You see, her trusty sidekick, Zoom, was as fast as he sounds. It almost looked as though he was floating when he darted back and forth across the lawn because his legs were almost too fast to see. And Zoom adored getting into mischief with Jojo. He was the perfect accomplice. That afternoon, Jojo's father was running errands and her mother was busy weeding the daffodil garden in the backyard. Jojo watched as her mother pulled a weed, roots and all, and tossed it thoughtlessly over her shoulder into a pile behind her. As she pulled and tossed and kept pulling and tossing, Jojo quietly snuck up to the pile and then escaped with one of the discarded weeds. Zoom watched quizzically. In the front yard, Jojo and Zoom played fetch with the weed. Zoom leaped and darted back and forth across the lawn. They were having so much fun that Jojo just about forgot her plan. She ran with the weed to the corner of the front yard fence and rooted it back into the soft soil where it could once again grow. Now for the rest of them. Jojo and Zoom returned to the backyard where, this time, Zoom sprinted toward the pile of weeds, his short legs a silent blur across the grass. Zoom planted his face into the pile and then raced back to Jojo undetected. The sight of her sweet pup with his tail wagging, dirt in his nose, and roots sprouting from his teeth made Jojo burst with laughter. <laughs> The sound traveled across three neighbors' yards, and the neighbors laughed amongst themselves. Jojo grabbed the weed from Zoom and planted it at the foot of the fence on the opposite side of the front yard. This went on until Zoom had snatched all the weeds from the pile in the backyard and Jojo had planted them all over the front yard. She did her best to place them where they would not be noticed by her parents. When Jojo's mother finished working in the garden, she turned to collect the weeds behind her. But only dirty grass remained where the weed pile was. When she looked up, she caught a glimpse of Zoom running with a dirty snout around the corner of the house toward the front yard. She wasn't sure whether to be cross or whether to laugh, for the sight of a happy little Zoom warmed her heart. She assumed he had collected and scattered all of the weeds, and that they would eventually shrivel in the sunlight anyhow. Perhaps Zoom had even saved her some time. The next morning, the family left together for work and school. Jojo was nervous that her parents would discover what she had done, but only Jojo noticed the rescued weeds as they walked through the front yard to the bus stop. Zoom barked inside the front window of the house as Jojo skipped up the steps of the school bus and two cars pulled out of the driveway. Jojo's mother was the first to return home that afternoon. As she walked from her car to the front door, something caught her eye. It was a small weed growing from a fresh patch of soil under a flower bush. At that moment, Zoom started barking and eagerly wagging his tail at the front window. 
Distracted, Jojo's mother skipped up the steps to free Zoom. As she watched him race around the yard, she recalled his dirty face disappearing around the front of the house the day before. She scanned the front lawn and saw no evidence of the shriveling weeds she thought he had scattered. And then, Zoom, the unwitting tattletale, began racing to and from every hidden weed Jojo had replanted. Jojo's mother was mad. After Jojo and her father arrived home and dinner was finished and the dishes were clean, Jojo's parents called a family meeting at the kitchen table. Zoom sat at the foot of Jojo's chair and listened as though he understood, glancing from person to person, tilting his head from side to side. When confronted about replanting the garden weeds, Jojo confessed and then went quiet. She did not know whether to feel bad or be proud of what she had done. Jojo's parents told her that after school the next day, she must do the hard work of pulling all the weeds she had replanted. Jojo's eyes began to well up with tears. She was not upset about the work of pulling the weeds, but rather that the weeds must die. She and Zoom ran to her room and closed the door loudly behind them. The next day, Jojo came home from school to find a green bucket and small shovel on the front porch. Inside the front door, she saw her play clothes folded neatly on a chair and her dirty yard shoes below them on the floor. Her mother gave her a snack, and then Jojo changed her clothes and went outside with Zoom to pull the weeds. Her mother watched as she rocked in the chair on the front porch. Jojo worked for hours, or so it felt. When she finished, her heart was as heavy as the bucket full of unwanted weeds and their clinging dirt. She brought the bucket to her mother and they walked toward the backyard, with Zoom excitedly leading the way. As they rounded the corner, there stood Jojo's father, looking tired yet proud. Jojo did not even know he was home. He was standing in front of a small house with walls and a roof made entirely of windows. It was the perfect size for Jojo, and it was the cutest house she had ever seen. Hanging above its front door was a hand-painted sign that read, Jojo's Greenhouse. Jojo and Zoom went inside the small house to discover shelves covered in little pots full of soil. Jojo turned around and looked through the glass where she saw her mother and father smiling on the other side. Jojo was immeasurably happy. She got right to the task of replanting the wanted weeds in the little pots, which took her no time, or so it felt. And Jojo thought that these little pots of weeds will be the perfect homes for worms. I hope you appreciate Jojo's kind heart as much as I do. Now, 
It's time for a little trivia about worms. Here's our episode question. What do earthworms eat? Push pause if you'd like to guess on your own. Okay, let's learn what earthworms eat. According to National Geographic Kids, as they burrow, earthworms consume soil, extracting nutrients from decomposing leaves and roots. Earthworms transport these nutrients and minerals back to the surface through their waste, making the worms vital to soil and plant health. And did you know that an earthworm can eat up to a third of its body weight in a day? Know any good jokes about worms? How about these? How can you tell which end of a worm is which? Tickle it in the middle and see which end laughs. What is even smarter than a talking worm? A spelling bee. Visit the Jojo and the Weeds episode post on the EcoPsyched Facebook page to share your own funny and appropriate worm jokes. Let's get together again soon for another EcoPsyched story. Hey, grown-ups! If you and the children in your lives enjoyed this original EcoPsyched story, please consider giving EcoPsyched five stars on iTunes. Check out EcoPsyched on Facebook and Instagram too. Visit EcoPsyched.com to find more stories and explore episode artwork. Thank you for joining me, Lisa B, on this EcoPsyched Stories adventure. See you next time.